Welcome, listeners, to today's episode of GYST Podcast. I'm your host, Scott, and today we'll be talking about setting yourself up for the new year success in 2023 on the next episode of GYST Podcast. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST Podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the GYST Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Chang. With me is Glenn Rux. We have Patrick Liam and Jansen Chang. Chung, sorry, my bad. <laughs> What's up? Hello. Greetings, Hello. everybody. Happy New Year. It's a fresh start in the new year. Hope everybody's been well so far. Fresh. We are, what, two weeks in, barely? For the most Not part. Not even yeah. It's tempt. Week and a half. Oh, yeah. Um, so far, I'm doing great. I uh, hope all the listeners, you guys are doing well as well. Uh, but today's subject, setting yourself up for success in 2023. Uh, yep. You know, what's traditionally, what, resolutions are a big thing? Nope. First thing you got to do is stop writing 2022 on everything that you do. Uh, That's the first step. You gotta, gotta get write, your recording yep. right up there. Yeah, write, if you, you don't gotta write the correct year, and that's a good start. Yeah, exactly. Good start to the new year. Um, so, first subject of the matter, you know, reflect on 2022. What went right? What went wrong? Can you change it and still move forward into the new year? Um, I'm gonna toss this to you guys eventually, but for me, perfect example is you know, I was just working too hard, trying too much. Uh, I'm still going into 22 with a COVID mentality of, you know, struggling to survive as a, you know, small family business. Uh, you t- take everything you can get at that point. You know, you're stretched super thin. Uh, I mean, I just didn't have time to take care of myself. Mentally was a big issue. Physically also as well. Um, you start to slack in those, sub- in those subjects, you know, and like it's an important part of just going on day to day. For me, it's with my work. It's, I started to resent it because of that. You know, I love my work. I, you know, a lot of people hear me complain about the market, but I actually truly love my work. And when you're stretched so thin, you're working like like twelve hour days, and when you get home, you start to hate it. It's it's hard. Um, I realized that you know I had to take a step back, slow down, <laughs> and then you know honestly, the world isn't going to end if I skip a day or I miss an order or I do something, you know, and it allowed me to like, look at myself and say, how much am I really worth? You know, am I more than this? Am I order more than struggling for three hours and just hating myself for the next five? Oh, and then, you know, I'm going to toss it to you guys. How was 22 for you? 22 for me was a very interesting year. Uh, it, it's kind of split into two, two halves, you know, one, one side from the beginning of the, of 2022 to, to about June-ish um, was normal, you know? Did it's damned everything that I used to do. And then I had the health kick in June and, and now I'm at the lightest weight I've ever been and I'm still going strong and uh, different mentality as well as I feel myself from taking more advice from personal development and applying uh, different techniques in my life. Like beginning this year has been is very interesting compared to how I begin them every other year. And so let me ask you, like, you know, normally you ease into these changes and everything. So for you, did it, was it just like a flip of a switch or slow things just compiling, adding, adding on until you realized that you had to make this change? We kind of covered that um, before, but it's, 
for the fitness side of it, it was a flip of a switch. Like all of a sudden I decided I, I want to be in the best health of my life in, in five years time and just started, started walking. Um, and I, and I had a long term plan in mind. So I'm like, Hey, I'll do, you know, 15 minute walk here. And then I might do another 15 minute walk there. You know, as long as I do 30 minutes of some sort of walking throughout the day, I'm happy. Fast forward six, seven months from now, I'm now upwards of doing 90 minutes of walking throughout the day, you know, hit, and 30 yeah, there, an hour there, 45 there, as long as I'm hitting, you know, as long as I'm walking, that's all that matters. And, and it's just small little changes kind of add up to much bigger uh, habit changes, but you got to start, you got to start small, you got to start somewhere. And then that's the thing is like uh, another, another point, you know, you have to start off the new year, the good mindset, physical willingness to improve, you know, health is really important. I mean, we talked in the last episode where, uh, your success is measured on your health and your wealth. You know, and you know, I took that to heart. And I like. Feel, go ahead. Oh, if you feel terrible, like terribly physically, you know, you sure as hell won't be in a good mindset to continue. You know. Yeah, and I and I like the beginning of the year for, <clears throat> like you mentioned in the in the beginning of this, perfect time and opportunity to reflect, to reflect on the previous year, reflect on where you currently are, and and. I don't know if reflect for future sense makes sense as it's not, I don't know if the term reflection is good there, but, but plan, you know, start, start kind of figuring out what you want to do for this year and, and plus some. And if you, if you kind of miss the mark or doesn't, you know, you fall off the track, you can reflect at any time. You can reflect, you know, mid year, like I did in, in June and, and realize I need to do a change, but good time to start is always the beginning of the year for, for a lot of it. Oh yeah, definitely. I feel like for me, I don't really have New Year's resolutions, but like at the end of the year, I'll start thinking like what I can do next year. So I don't, I don't want to start thinking about it in the beginning of the year. Then you're already like kind of stressed out and tired. Like, oh crap, last year wasn't so good. Maybe it was good. Then I have to live up to it this year, right? So like maybe around Thanksgiving, I'll be like, hey, what happened this year? So I'll prep for like January. Like when it comes, I just start if I have something planned. But I mean, 2022 for me, it was pretty good. Got a new career. Everything was like settling in. So I just got to figure out like where I can go after setting goals and trying to do more, move up and move forward. I mean, that, I mean, that goes for every year, but sometimes you're like, uh, this year is kind of slow. Got to speed it up or, hey, I need to take a step back. That was kind of rough for me, kind of exhausting. So, I mean, end of the year is for me is like a reflection and then beginning of the year is the let's go mentality. Yeah, and you brought up a good point. You know, we were talking about resolutions last time uh, saying, was it by February? Most people have already given up, right? Yeah. You know, that's, you know, that's rough. And I, I've seen it firsthand just because I used to go to the gym quite often. I, mean, I should go back. Um, but, you know, it was packed the first couple weeks. Oh, and yeah. then about mid-February is where it started to taper off and, you know, it was quiet again. I mean, the thing, should we just forego them? Uh, I mean, honestly, I feel like if you're serious, you shouldn't wait. Just go now. I mean, what's holding you back? I mean, start, start small, start. Exactly. You know, you, you're That's not going to be water. an expert in the first week or first day uh, of doing any, any skill or any new thing. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta have to do it and, and, and hold yourself to it. Yeah. That's kind of where new, I'm at. I don't, I don't like, 
I don't like New Year's re- resolutions. I hate them. I don't set them because that entails that, you know what, I've got to set up a, a time on New Year's. That's when I'm going to set all my goals. No, I set my goals throughout the year. As I notice I need to change, I set my goals based on that time when I notice I need to change. Yeah, it's like I, I, don't have, to I don't have to wait for I don't have to wait for New Year's to make those resolutions. Um, I, I make my, my plans and I go. And you started to talk about some of the statistics, right? It's one in four fail in the first two weeks. Yeah, so it's twenty five percent of the people right there. Forty three percent by February first, and only nine percent overall will ever succeed or reach their goals mm-hmm. and in, then, in a year's time. So that's that's why I don't look at that. I, I think we should take a, a time of New Year's and and instead of setting resolutions, we should make it a planning session for the goals we've already set. Exactly. Obviously, if they're still goals, we haven't achieved them. Why don't we sit down and plan our year? Going okay. Here here's my end goal. I want to get here by such and such time, by the end of the year, like, let's just use the end of the year by December 31st. I want to get here by the 31st. So I need to hit this and this and this mile markers. Now, when when can I reach those? When can I effectively reach those goals? And rather than wait until January 1st to say, oh, I'm not going to eat as much candy and, and fast food this year. Oh, okay, that's kind of lame, but... yeah. It's, I, I'm just saying it's just words. Yeah, you start little. I mean, that's perfect example of both you, uh, Pat, especially. You know, you started with small, specific, quick, measurable, achievable, and you had a timeline um, of things that you could do and you could achieve during this time. Like these little baby steps added up to where you are today, which is freaking amazing, by the way. Um, and like you know, like honestly, you set goals on things that you can control. Like it's. Like, oh, I'm going to plan to lose like 300 pounds. Well, that's it's kind of rough because, I mean, if you could do something more realistically, like, well, I'm going to walk, you know, or I'm going to exercise for at least an hour this week. That's easy. That you That's something you can control and do. You can't control how much weight you lose, but you can control the actions that you do to get there. Um, I mean, setting like, realistic goals are yeah. the key. Like, perfect example for me is like, oh, um, you know, I want to make $500 today selling flowers. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. That means I'm banking on customers, other people to come to me and buy my flowers. And if they don't hit this number by these certain points, I'm going to lose morale. I'm going to be upset. But if I set the goal of, hey, I'm going to arrange at least 25 bouquets today, at least 25. And if I was able to do that, you know, honestly, I'm probably going to sell those 25. That'll easily put me over 500. And so it's like perspective also, depending on how you're looking at, you're trying to get to your goal. Yeah, I think New Year's resolution can be a bad thing, but it also can be a good thing if you have a goal, right? So yeah. let's say you are mentally preparing for yourself to do something starting this day. I think that's okay. Because some people just like, oh yeah, in January, I'm going to do this, 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 this. And they weren't prepared mentally for something that they're setting up. So I think if you use that as a jump off point and then prep, before that i think that's okay but don't give yourself so much pressure like oh on this day i'm going to start doing all these things and prep nothing of course you're going to give up because you have no yeah. long-term plan that's like the cold uh, cold turkey approach you know when when i what i think what set my goals different is i had kind of a longer term so i had a five-year plan like in five years i want to be this and i feel like most goals on, on the new year's resolution side of it at least is is uh, you know, starting this day, I'm going to do this, but there's no end goal. There's no end result. It's just like, 
I'm just going to start doing this. And most people probably fall off because they're not doing it. So mm-hmm. they, they feel like, oh, well, on the second or third, I'm, I'm not doing the gym every day like I said I would. I guess what's the point? There is a term in archery called hamartia. Are, are you guys, do you guys know that word or have you ever, ever heard that? I don't word even think hamartia? I can spell that. Negative. No. <laughs> hamartia is a Greek term for archers. It meant to miss the mark, right? To miss the target. And goals are our targets. We're always setting goals. And you know what? That's that's the act of actually saying, I want to do this by this. And you're setting up that target by that date. So you're setting it up out there in the distance. But there are many ways you can miss the target. There's many ways you can hamartia, right? You can miss it completely. And that's by, you know, you don't have the right weapon with you. So if you don't pull up your bow, you can't hit the target. If you don't aim you can't hit the target. If you don't have your arrows, you can't hit the target. If you pull back and draw and fire, but you don't aim again, you're going to miss the target. Or maybe you might hit the wrong target, right? Um, archery is a very good example for our goals, right? How, how we prepare for those. If you don't practice your shooting, you're not going to hit the target. You might get lucky. Yeah. But it's it's a one in a million chance if you've never shot a bow before and you're trying to hit a, a target 400 yards down the the, the range you're not going to hit it as like, it's astronomical that you would actually hit it i believe like you know it's the small steps first you have to draw your bow up and you take it into everyday things like well if i'm not going to put on my shoes to go do my exercise or do you know go for my walk or do you know the gym or anything if I don't put on my shoes or my socks or anything, that's probably a good chance I'm not going to go on. But if you just take that first baby step of putting your gym gear on, there's a good chance you're probably going to get out there. You're probably not going to do it, but you're gonna, you've are you already done the first big step of just preparing to go. Right. You've got to prepare. If, you, if, you don't, if your goal is to lose weight and you don't actually get yourself set into a position where you're planning on – you haven't planned out your, your exercise or your diet – you're not going to succeed. So you've got to at least put on the, you know, if your plan is to go to the gym to start exercising more, okay, well, do you have a gym membership? Pay for it. Believe me, if you're paying for the gym membership, you don't want to waste money. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to waste money. Yeah. yeah. Gym memberships are not cheap in most cases. No, they're not. They've got those hidden fees that really suck. So, you know, what? if I get a gym membership, I'm going to go. So I'm going to at least go once, twice a week, make my, get my value out of it. Um, so take that first step by not only saying you're going to lose weight. Okay, well, set a goal by uh, I'm going to exercise an hour a week at the gym. Okay, that, that, that's at least something, right? Get your membership. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're more likely to go. Then go out and actually do it. Set aside the time on your calendar. Block your calendar for it. Take those little actions. Those little actions are called practicing. Right, you're actually practicing that. So just like an archer would practice his his draw and shoot method, his aim, you want to actually practice whatever it is that's going to help you reach that goal. So if it means walking to the car, going to the gym, and exercising for an hour, coming back home and relaxing, fine, do it. Don't sit back and say you want to hit a goal and then don't take any of the little practice actions. Right, you have to practice, otherwise you're never going to succeed. Exactly. I think most people have their focus set on the, like the not the, the most end. effective way. Yeah, the, the end goal. Like your yeah. focus, your focus should be 
to discipline yourself, give yourself like self-discipline to go do those things, not in the end goal. Like even right. in archery, right? You need to take your time. Breathing is a thing. Draw your bow. How your posture is. That's all the preparation before you shoot the arrow. And then realistically, you're not. You gotta think about realistically. You're not gonna hit a bullseye and split the arrow every time. I mean, like in shooting terms, have a tight grouping. It's a good thing. You can't possibly hit the same target, the same hole every time, even if you're shooting an automatic, right? So you have the grouping. You have to realize that oh, I'm not going to be able to shoot a bullet through the same hole every single time, but keep it as tight as possible, and that should be your goal. Not having 30 bullets hitting the same exact hole, right? Like that doesn't make any make, make any sense. So most people put a lot of pressure on themselves, like oh, I got to do this target at this time. But you should focus on yourself, having the mentality of being disciplined. To reach, achieve as close to a goal as possible. Even if you come short, you do your best, and that—that's all that matters, right? You set a goal, you try your best, and you keep improving. You can't—it's not an overnight thing. I think I think a lot of people fail in, you know, being disciplined to go beyond the first month of the gym because they're like, "Oh, I'm not seeing any results," and they just quit. It, it's a yeah. long-term thing. From Nothing experience, like. Yeah. I didn't see any major changes or difference within at least three months from when I first started. Exactly. Uh. So the, the crazy thing is, like, I, I always feel like it's harder for you yourself to see the changes. It's going to be somebody who else who points it out. Because like, you look I, at yourself I, every day. You yeah. don't know this. And when I saw you, I was like, holy crap, what happened? And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah I've been walking for the last you know, six months. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, it and even... Does. I mean, even if you go hard on going to the gym, man, like you are sore for the first, what, two or three weeks mm-hmm. and people are just like, this sucks. But they don't realize that after that amount of time, your body get used to it. You're not going to be as sore or as, as damaged after your crazy workout. You get used to it. Your body has to catch up to you even so, if you go full force, right? I mean, it seems like what we're talking about. It's like, you know, health is very important to a successful 2023. I mean, it's... You know, it's. I mean, we're building everything off of health right now. Um, I mean, another thing we talk about is like you know, eating healthier, cooking more. You know, honestly, when you do that, I feel like you save money and you do save time. Uh, oh, which is uh, rough. Ninety percent. Ninety percent of of my, I don't know, change or or transformation, if you will, is from food related. Like I yeah. don't. The walking alone is is nice. That's giving its own health benefits. You know, I'm not taking an inhaler anymore. I have more stamina. Um, I'm able to, I'm able to increase my distance and stuff, but it was really the food change that, that really accelerated the the weight loss aspect of that change. Um, and I have tons of advice and feedback on that. Like I switched out. I, I don't have noodles anymore. I use zucchini noodles. I, I eat uh, more prepped meals throughout the week. Sure, it costs a little bit more than say like you know top ramen or craft mac and cheese box, but as long as you can plan it and stick to it 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 will do wonders for you yeah i gotta i gotta pick your brain about that eventually but i mean working at the pike place market i am surrounded by so much food <laughs> and that's because i'm right across from beecher's cheese i smell them making yeah. mac and cheese seven o'clock I in the agree. they're baking french bread down the street they're doing cinnamon rolls right across the street there and it's it's so hard that's got to be a torture in some parallel universe. I mean, when I, when I was working in the office, they would have these amazing meals like every day that, you know, there would be leftovers and I'd have like three, four portions worth. And 
Uh, being, oh, you being can eat home. snacks. Yeah. Yeah, then, it, you know, I, I realize I'm at the Pike Place, but I'm also lucky because I'm surrounded by a, some of the best food to cook. Like, I mean, one of my closest friends down there is a, uh, he's, he does beef and he does cattle. So he, he's a butcher. He does his own meats and everything. And then you have all these fruits and veggies and I'm a farmer. So I have my own fruits and veggies. It's just that, you know, I work so much that I just like, you know, I, I, I slip on that aspect and I need to get it back on it. It's yeah, sometimes it's, you realize you have, you have so much resources. You just got to use them. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's cheap, fast food. But, you know, is that saying the cheapest thing is usually the one you pay for? Ha. Yeah. And usually the best tasting thing is the worst for you. Yep. So as, as we're going through this now, um, and we're talking about some of the successes we've had, some of the, the, the things we've gone through. How do we help others plan for their own success in 2023? Right? If they're making those resolutions, how can we make it so that it's, it, it's a regular practice for us rather than a, a struggle to reach our goals? I mean, you guys nailed it head on. Like Small steps first. Those are the easier ones to do, and they add up. They, you don't realize, but they add up quick. Um, when it comes to other things like, you know, savings or, you know, like, you know, what do you really want to buy coming up? Oh, geez. I mean, you have to break it down. You actually have to sit down and actually look at everything. How much do you need? How much do you need to save by? And then, like, you know, what can you do to make it easier? You know, if you're saving for, let's say, a vacation, um, perfect example for me is, you know, we recently got our work van stolen from the market. You know, at this point, we might have to buy a new one. So, I've broken down the math. I would like to have a van at least by July, June at the earliest, if I could. And let's just say $20,000. I would have to save or I would have to make as a business at least like $700 and $70 a week just to hit that $20,000 mark, which is actually not that bad when you break it down in business wise, you know, that's, that's really doable, but I, you have to first sit down and, break out that math and be willing to meet these goals <laughs> like baby yep. steps. It really helps. Yeah. Right. It's like having a financial guy, right? Like you, if you have a financial guy, that person be like, Oh, let me see how much you're spending, how much you're making and what money goes to what, and then we can figure out where we can tackle things like, Oh, you can spend your effort into this being to the gym. And some people are like, Oh, I'm going to go all into one thing. That's not realistic. You just got to break it down with them. Like, let yes. them know what's the long-term plan. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. For I'm I'm a big proponent of the Dave Ramsey method when it comes to finances. Yeah, and, and we we already kind of touched on it here, and I've touched on it in past episodes. But you always pay off the smallest debt first, and then you roll over whatever funds you would normally pay into that debt to pay the next debt, the next one, and the next one, and the next one until all your debts, the debt snowball, is gone. Right. Um. You have to have a, a, a vision in mind on where you want to go. So this this applies to almost everything, right? You got to take the small baby steps. You got to keep improving on those, growing on those, and growing on those until you've met your first goal. Then you move on to the next one. And in this case, you know, I, I got my finances in order, and now I'm I'm almost completely paid off on my house and my car. So my my debts by the end of next year gone. I, I will be one hundred percent debt free. And now, am I am I doing a lot of the fun stuff I would like to do? Hell no. I'd like to go out to movies every week. 
I'd like to go, you know, buy a video game all the time or, or, or maybe hang out with friends. But I, you know, I've worked three jobs for almost three straight years just so I can get into the position where I can go, you know, in five years, I'm not going to owe a damn thing. Then all that money that I'm earning at my jobs, I can invest. When I'm See, investing, I can earn my own living and eventually retire early. Oh, gosh, retire. What is that word? That's what people people don't plan anymore for that, right? They yeah, think they do because they, they've got those 401ks out there. They've they've got the plans through their work. Those plans, they, they usually sign up for it and then forget it and then hope that it builds the, the wealth for them or gives them something when they retire. You got to manage those things too, man. You got to look at if what you don't, they're Yeah, that's the thing. You've got to be involved. If, if you're not involved, it's, it's the same as just setting a goal and then uh, it'll happen if it happens. Exactly. There, so, yeah, there are rare cases where people actually make money from their 401k, but you yeah. got to be involved in it, like know where your risks are going, what the trends are. It's a lot of work. And another thing people don't realize is like, if you gain something, you need to sacrifice something. One of the hardest lessons I've learned is actually from a freaking anime. If you've ever learned, seen <laughs> Fullmetal Alchemist, to obtain, yep, equivalent exchange, to obtain something of equal value must be lost. And it's one of those things that are like, oh shit, I have to learn this from an anime. Oh, fuck yeah, because you need to put in some work and then you gain something back. People are like, oh, let me do this. And they're like going off this, their days about the same way that they always do and expect something in return. That never happens. Right. You need to plan out what you need to sacrifice and what your goals are. And are, are they something that you think is more valuable than what you're doing? I mean, some people need to go to the gym, but they value their video game time Netflix time more, you're not going to be able to go to the gym if you value those time more. You need to sacrifice some of those time and gain something that you don't have. It's just how it is. And then, you know, we touched, we touched about on, upon the subject, you know, circle influence was a big thing. And I feel like with, you know, these, the resolutions that we're doing now, um, it's a huge impact. Think about it. Like all the people around you. I mean, I've personally had to cut out at least two or three co-workers and one close friend just because of this uh it's you know i i took took a look at the whole situation and realized you know they're not healthy for me um they're going down a you know a dangerous spiral of you know just path of destruction that i don't want to be a part of and honestly they were just looking for another person to join them or encourage them down the same path and i just i had to step away it's it's one thing you know i was constantly just trying to be nice and be polite you know and you guys pointed it out I have a habit of putting everybody else in front of me. And I'm glad you guys told me this because, you know, I'm actually being a little more selfish now. I mean, it sounds awful, but, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to encourage their, you know, downfall. So I have to take a step back. Otherwise, I'd be pulled down with them. And honestly, my new circle of influence now is pretty much you guys. So, I mean, thank you for being here for me, I have to say. Um, thank I'm, you. You know, 2023 is going to be great. I'm going into it with a great outlook on it. Uh, I mean, have you have you guys I mean, tweaked your guys' circle of influence anyhow, or do you feel like it's going to affect you in a way? Yeah, definitely too. I mean, it's cool to let people know that hey, I don't, I'm not into this anymore. I gotta, I gotta do me, right? Like, it's. I think that's okay to be honest with those people. But I mean, if they if they can't understand that, I think that's up to them. Like, you are doing what's best for you. Versus. On the flip side, I mean, hey, if you go into the gym, ask around to see if every anybody else has the same goal. Like, I, I always hear people saying that going to the gym with somebody 
it's always better than going by yourself because you motivate each other. But hey, let's go to the gym. And then even if you don't feel like it, you hear somebody else like, okay, fine, let's go. So you have you have a buddy system going on. You gotta yeah. push each other. That that's great. Like I think that goes for anything. I mean, if you if you have other goals, I like, ask around to see if people are interested. You might you might find some new buddies, new adventures. Who knows? Yeah. yeah so Scott, let's go ahead and wrap this up, right? Yeah. So let's give a few points to people on on things they can do to improve their chances of success this year. Yeah. First thing, most important thing, reflect. Pat talked about it earlier. It's easy. It's quick. It's cheap. You can take, you know, a minute, step back and reflect on what's going on, what's going right, what's going wrong. What can you cut out? Uh, you know, for me, it was, you know, just focus on myself a little bit more and then, you know, start off with a good, strong mindset for the new year and be willing to improve like like physically as well. Um, we pointed out that health is an important thing. You know, you want to go into the new year healthy. Uh now, the thing is, you know, do something physical every day. It doesn't matter. Baby steps. That's we touched this on this so many times. The smallest steps will get you where will, will get you there where you need to go. And plan, plan savings, plan, plan for, plan for what you want. Don't just set that goal and then when it comes like a month down the line, it's like, oh, I'm not going to hit it. Well, if you would have planned like four or five months earlier, you know, these little like checkpoints that you need to hit, it would have been no issue. And, you know, and for me, the biggest one was circle of influence. Surround yourself and people with like-minded goals. I mean, you'll, you'll all get there eventually. You know, you look for them to help you and you can help those in this, with like-mindedness. And with that, you know, we hope this is going to be a great start for 2023 for you guys. I want to say thanks for listening in. Fortunately, Rohit could not join us today. He is sick. He decided to go to the happiest place in the world and came back with a cold. and we'll hope to hear him next time on the next episode of the gyst podcast thank you for listening in everybody thanks everyone for listening to our gyst podcast we hope you learned how to get your together 